and welcome to episode five of the Apopolis podcast. I'm Kristen Nogler, child life specialist, host of the podcast, and national program manager for the Apopolis platform. Very excited to have you join me again this week as we take five uh, to explore the tools that we created, our Upopolis Child Life team, to help youth and healthcare professionals and their parents and families work with them to navigate and cope uh, with what's going on with this world pandemic. We call it the You Got This Challenge, and there's a series of five days where we focus on different tools that can help with different aspects of your life as you work through some of these things that are being thrown your way. So I do hope that you enjoyed last week's session and you got some time to explore with your family about, or your patients or your students about the mind and the brain and, and how that all works and how our thoughts can, you know, escalate. And sometimes we need to look at them from a different perspective. Uh, so I really hope you enjoyed that episode and you got a chance to try the meditation with Christina. Today um, is day two or tool number two that we used for this challenge and it really focuses on feelings and speaking of feelings I hope that you um, enjoyed this past weekend's Halloween and that it wasn't too scary uh, and that you got to enjoy some lovely or yummy treats. So when we were thinking about feelings one of the first things that we did was a handout um, that accompanied our video and we talked about identifying things that you're feeling so getting the youth right from the start to write down five or six things that they're feeling inside and then we wanted them to look at and think about what ways their body was reacting to that isolation so COVID in March had placed um, lots of restrictions on what people could do and not do so a lot of it had to do with you know having to bunker down and stay at home with your own family or stay in small bubbles um, and social distance. So how is your body responding to that and getting youth, um, giving them some things to think about, you know, did you see changes in your skin? Did you see changes in the weight of your body? Did you see changes in your posture? Did you see changes in the way you were taking care of your body? Did you see changes in the way that your feelings were showing up? So just really thinking about those things, you know, we laugh and joke as adults about like the COVID-10 or COVID-15, um, but those are some real things like our eating habits definitely changed or, you know, we weren't as active and we weren't feeling as happy. So maybe we didn't have that motivation or that adrenaline to get out there and be as active or our, the sports that the youth are often involved in were shut down. So they weren't as active. So things were changing. And then just definitely like the stress or whatnot of online learning that they were having or just the unknown, you know, and causing their skin to react because they're teenagers and they have lots of hormones anyway. So um, seeing things show up in your body and what did that look like? Then we asked the youth, what were three things that you enjoyed yesterday? And I think it's really important to do this because as we're spiraling or feeling like we might be spiraling or as we're living in the unknown and just stopping to pause and think about what good things are still happening because we can get so caught up in the news and so caught up in the negative that you really sometimes have to consciously stop. And so that's one of the things we wanted to kind of reiterate with the youth is that sometimes you need to stop and pause and think about the good because sometimes you look past that so when you often look for the good you find the good and you find more good so you know yes you might have had to hunker down at home but you got caught up on your tv shows or you really got to connect with your parents or your family members or 
you tried a skill that you didn't have before. Um, maybe you learned to knit, maybe you played board games, maybe you spent time with a family member that you usually only see in passing. So really just thinking about those things, the things that you enjoyed, and just the little things from yesterday. Wanted to think about things that you can do every day that would make you feel good. So if you had to be in this situation where you can't be out around your friends, you can't be at your activities, what types of things could you do every day that you would enjoy? Like if you enjoy baking, you know, do you have a recipe? You want to pick out some new recipes that you can try every other day. Do you have little video calls that you could have to connect with people that would make you feel good? Are you really great at writing poetry or playing music or playing activities out in your own yard or... Are you really good at a video game that when you get to different levels, it makes you feel good? Or is there a place that you can connect online with community? Uh, So just thinking about those things, what can you make sure that you made a conscious effort to do every day that would lift your spirit, make you feel good, um, especially in times when you are getting down or feeling down because you are just really soaking in and resonating with the fact that you couldn't go anywhere and do things. So Uh, We took this a little bit further to do a fun craft activity. So we tried different things every day of the week and some people enjoy crafts. So today we focused on a little craft exercise that really can be for anyone. All you need is a jar of some sort, uh, some tissue paper, and some glue, and a piece of paper and a pen. So what we asked the youth to do is take the plain jar and then take a piece of paper and just start with the paper and list out all the feelings that you're feeling inside. So thinking about what is taking up space inside your body for feelings. Is it um, the excitement of being at home with your family? Is So that would be excitement or joy. Is it the frustration that you don't have control over what you can do? Is it fear um, maybe of the unknown or of the pandemic or of getting COVID? Is it whatever, just thinking of, and we kind of gave them some prompts and thinking about different types of feelings, but also just wanted them to identify on their own or take some time to figure out how to identify what they're feeling inside and list those. Then we asked them to associate a color with them and preferably colors of the tissue paper that they had. And you can also use paint. So if you have paint, so beside each color on the list, we assign, or each feeling on the list, we assigned it a color. And then we decided about how much of that feeling is in your body. So how much percentage of your body is that feeling taking up? So if I'm scared and it's taking up a big chunk of my body, maybe like 40%, then I would paint the jar 40% of the way up and cover it with tissue paper in that color. And then if I was feeling happy or joyful and I assigned that yellow, I would 10% of my body, then I would paint another 10% of the jar and add yellow at that section. So now my jar should have two colors and it should be filled 50% of the way up with two different colors, 40% with one color and 10% with the other. So you just keep doing that until your whole jar is full. So it explains in code and color code what you're feeling inside your body. Now the nice thing about this exercise is you can put a battery operated tea light inside. It makes a beautiful candle holder. Um, But also you could put that jar out anywhere and no one would know the meaning behind it. But if you wanted to talk about it, it makes a great talking point and a great conversation starter to get 
to talk to somebody about your feelings. So you can be like, hey, so-and-so, look, I made this. And do you know what? It actually has a special meaning. And then get talking about feelings. Or you can do it as a family activity or a classroom activity or a playroom activity, teen lounge, where people are like sitting down and doing it as a group and working through it. And then it's up to them whether or not they want to disclose um, what the colors mean, what feelings they stand for. And it's nice because as teens, I know you guys like if you're on here, you like to have control. Um, You know, you're just gaining independence and gaining control. And this is a nice way for you to be able to have it, to not let the feelings all build up inside, finding a way to get them out, but then also having the control of being able to share that with people and a nice icebreaker to get conversations started around how you're actually feeling. So this was a really great exercise, a really nice exercise, and I love to do it um, when I'm working at grief camp in the summer, but I also think it's a wonderful thing to do at a time like this or any time when you need to do a check-in. And then the nice thing is, is you can stop and then dig a little deeper, have a bigger conversation about some of those feelings. So if you identified some really big feelings and you need some strategies around figuring out where those feelings are coming from or what you need to do with those feelings, then this is a great opportunity to do that with somebody that you have in your life that's a key support person. And it also is a nice time for you to sit down and just work through that yourself. But also, and I highly recommend finding that person that you can talk to and work through these feelings because 2020 has definitely been tricky and we could all use some support. So that was a really fun assignment that we did. And I encourage you to share with us if you have other exercises and activities that you do that kind of explore the same thing. Um, And let us know what you think of this exercise. And we hope you use this tool um, with your students or your family or your patients. And then to wrap up this day, we invited the youth to try some yoga because yoga really gives us that time to be present within ourselves and to feel our feelings and to just let go and relax and just to be with oneself. Christina Papavangelou, who I mentioned in the last podcast and who was a guest with us in the second podcast, actually did a nice yoga session as well as a nice chair yoga session. And you can find the video, the worksheet, and the yoga session for day two in the podcast notes. So thank you again for joining us. We love it when you connect with us and we love your feedback. Follow us on social media. Just look for Upopolis. If you have any, if you have any suggestions for guests that we should have or topics we should cover, or if you have a question you would like our intern to answer, please share them with us at support at And thank you again.